to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Do you worry that people are going to be mad at you? Do you pretend to agree with people because you don't dare express your opinions? Do you allow people to hurt your feelings without speaking up? If you answered yes to any of those questions, you've come to the right place. Today, we're talking about people-pleasing and how to stop it. It's a common problem and a tough habit to break, but people-pleasing drains you of the mental strength you need to be your best. When you stop doing it, you'll get one step closer to living your best life. Before we talk about how to stop doing it, though, let's talk about what people-pleasing looks like. Sometimes it's about saying yes to every favor or every invitation that comes your way, regardless of whether you actually want to do it. At other times, it's about changing your behavior in hopes that people are going to like you more. And sometimes it's about trying to appease people in hopes that you can somehow make them feel happy. There are several reasons why people become people pleasers. Often it goes back to childhood. If you grew up with a parent with a short temper, you might have learned that things go smoothly when you make mom or dad happy. Or if you grew up with a lot of fighting at home, you might go to great lengths to avoid conflict now that you're an adult. Kids who had really strict parents might miss out on the opportunity to learn who they were as individuals. They were so busy following orders that they never had an opportunity to think for themselves. As an adult, they might become more like chameleons who constantly try to blend in with whoever's around them without knowing who it is that they actually want to be. People-pleasing can also stem from low self-esteem. If you don't feel good about yourself, you might try to please other people in an attempt to feel better. It's almost as if you're saying, I don't like me, but if you like me, somehow I'll feel a little bit better. People-pleasing works in the short term. It might help you feel good for a minute. might help you avoid conflict for now. And it can help you maintain a relationship with someone with a little less fear that you might lose them. But it also causes a lot of long-term problems. I've never met a people-pleaser who was genuinely happy. Instead, they only felt happy when they thought everyone else around them was happy. Most people-pleasers are frustrated, resentful, and angry, and yet they never get to address those feelings because they're so busy trying to smile and make other people feel happy that it's impossible to have authentic relationships with people. If you're always trying to say what you think other people want to hear, they don't ever get to know the real you. There's also some interesting research that shows people-pleasing drains you of self-discipline. People who spend all day trying to guess what they think other people want don't have any energy left over to work on their own goals. It's a common reason why many people struggle to fight off temptation. Interestingly, studies show people-pleasers match the behavior of those around them. So if you're at dinner with someone, you might keep eating until the other person stops, even if you're full. They've done experiments on this, where they'll put a people-pleaser at a table with someone and then put a bowl of candy in the middle. If the other person eats two pieces of candy, 
the people pleaser is likely to also eat two pieces. If the other person eats 10 pieces, however, the people pleaser is much more likely to eat 10 pieces. They don't want the other person to feel bad about the number of pieces of candy that they eat. So rather than monitor their own behavior, they match the other person. It's all about trying to make the other person feel more comfortable, even when it's at their own expense. I once worked with a woman in my therapy office who had grown up with an angry dad who yelled at her and he threw things whenever he got upset. He always blamed her or her mom for making him feel really angry. So from an early age, my client thought she had the power to make other people feel something. She decided if she could make them mad, maybe it was her job to make them feel happy. And that's how she became a chronic people pleaser. She always said yes to everything that was asked of her. She said all the things she thought people wanted to hear. And all of her choices were about what she thought would make people happiest, not what she really wanted to do. It took a lot of therapy for her to realize that she wasn't responsible for anyone else's emotions. And it was okay for other people to be angry with her sometimes. In fact, most people didn't respond the way that her father did. Instead, they could still like her and be angry with her at the same time. In fact, allowing someone to be angry can be a sign of a healthy relationship. It means that you trust that someone can dislike your behavior while still liking you. Learning how to work through differences is actually a way that people tend to grow closer. If you're always trying to make someone happy, you never get a chance to do that. If you find that you're a chronic people pleaser, here are three strategies that can help. Number one, let other people feel disappointed or upset. You don't need to purposely offend anyone, but you can let people feel upset with you sometimes. You might say no when someone asks a favor of you, or you might politely disagree with someone else's opinion. Then just sit back and watch what happens. If you've never done this before, then you'll see that people might not get as angry as you expect. And if they do get upset, it's a chance to see what happens next. Remind yourself that it's not your job to make anyone feel happy and let other people manage their own feelings. Number two, create an automated maybe response. If you always say yes to everything and you always agree to invitations, saying yes is your default response. It can help if you create more of a maybe response and that will give you just a little bit more time to think. So you might try something like this. When somebody asks you to do something, say, I'll check my calendar and get back to you instead of automatically saying yes. Then you'll have a few minutes to think about whether it's actually something that you want to do. Once you decide, get back to the other person by either accepting or say something like, looks like that won't work for me. You don't have to give a lengthy explanation about why it's not going to work. And number three, set a daily goal for yourself. Your goal might be to express your true opinion once a day. Or it might be to do something nice for yourself, regardless of what other people think. Just take one small step every day toward becoming a little bit less of a people pleaser, and that will help you start to become your own person. Then you can start to feel more in control of managing your emotions without feeling as responsible for managing everyone else's. So if you're a people pleaser, those are three strategies that can help you get started. Let people feel disappointed or upset. Create an automated maybe response and set a daily goal for yourself. It takes practice to unlearn a behavior like people-pleasing, but over time it gets easier if you stick to it. And if you have a lot of trouble overcoming your people-pleasing tendencies, talk to someone. Reach out to a therapist if you can. 
Sometimes just a couple of therapy sessions might be all it takes to help you create positive change. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.